0: Welcome to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ USA. We're the host Bishop Dennis J. McMurray is our Senior Pastor and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our First Lady. Join us in this inspiring time of praise, worship, and fellowship designed to encourage and motivate everyone through the Word of God. Now prepare your hearts to be blessed with Victory in the Word. Let us all
1: Give God the most magnificent praise that we've given Him all week long. Clap your hands, lift your voices, and sound the trump of Zion. For God is good. His mercy endures forever, His grace is outstanding, His mercy is so wonderful is God worthy to be praised? Is He worthy to be praised? I'm gonna ask y'all over here. Is He worthy to be praised? Is He worthy? I'm gonna ask y'all over here. Is He worthy to be praised? I'm gonna ask the whole house of Zion. Is God worthy to be praised? father God this morning we say thank you thank you that we can praise you once again thank you that you've been good to us thank you that you've been wonderful to us oh y'all ain't got to stop praising cause I'm praying we gonna praise and pray y'all do the praising I'm gonna do the praying because God there's nobody like you nowhere there's nobody like you nowhere. There's nobody like you nowhere. There's nobody like you nowhere. There's nobody like you. God bless our service. Take us higher. Can somebody shout with me higher? Higher. 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 Now clap your hands like you mean it. St. John's Gospel, the ninth verse I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but or except. For to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life. And that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. This is the last in our series about the authority provision, and protection ministry of Jesus Christ. And the enormous benefit that one can receive or experience when total trust and relationship commitment is given to Jesus as one's Lord and Savior. First week in the series, we preached about the power of the word versus a word. We looked at the fact that Jesus is the word that activates life. Something as simply simple as just saying Jesus makes demons tremble. Something as simple as Jesus can mend a broken heart. Something as simple as Jesus can turn things around. Then week two, we preached about divine protection in pursuit of life. For those that missed Thursday night's Bible study, y'all ought to get that CD. We talked about momentum versus movement. And today I want to talk about the abundant life the abundant life. When we look at life, no one has ever had a perfect life. Nobody. Scripture says man that's born of a woman is but a few days in this world and he finds him or herself in trouble. Most of us, if not every one of us, has made mistakes in an effort to experience the so-called good life. Everybody wants to experience the good life. However, in an effort to have humanity connect with the kingdom plan for living life, John the 10th chapter, Illustrates the plan of God for our abundant life in three distinct areas. Talks about the shepherd, the sheep, and the wolf. Say with me, the shepherd, Shepherd. the sheep, sheep, and the wolf. I want to take another glance at verse number nine of that tenth chapter. It says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. Say with me, salvation. And shall go in and out and find pasture. My brothers and sisters, you can get totally lost and totally confused attempting to pursue and live life without Jesus. It's one of the oldest lines in the church that we've heard year after year, decade after decade, but it's so true. You can get totally lost and totally confused attempting to pursue and live life without Jesus. Yes, you, you may have a successful effort here and enjoy some success there. But man, when the challenges of life come, and can I get a witness, they will come. You will have no supernatural to defeat those situations. He said it takes sunshine and rain. Was that brother Cleveland or was that brother Frankie Beverly in his white linen two-piece? Regardless of who says it, life, Will always have circumstances that will challenge you. And so the reason that John writes this particular gospel is because he's saying to those who have tried and messed up, those who are trying and feel like they're losing, for those who need to refocus. He's saying that the first step to recovering life and the first step to refocusing to live is that you first got to be saved for real. And that's where that ninth verse says to us, Jesus is saying, I am the door. By me, if any man shall enter in, he shall be saved. That's the key to recovering, to be saved. That's the key to success, to be saved. That's the key to being well, is to be saved. There's so many today that are putting the the cart before the horse. When was the last time you seen a cart in the front and the horse in the back? God is saying this is a season of divine order and without salvation you won't see any success but when you get a hold of salvation. Verse nine says, the thief or the enemy or the wolf wants you. Satan doesn't want any of us to succeed and prosper for he realizes that we're already the most unlikely candidates to succeed. But he's looked at these most unlikely candidates and he's confused because we are succeeding. We we are continuing to move forward. We are standing tall. And how many in here got at least three reasons in your life why you shouldn't be in church, why you shouldn't be trying to live saved, why you shouldn't have been praising God, because some of the stuff we're going through right now, the average person would be somewhere on the side of a road trying to figure it out. But the only thing you get strapped to your side is the word of God. God and you're how many y'all in this word trying to figure out how to make sense out of it don't feel like praying but falling on your knees anyhow can't get a word out but your spirit takes over and you pray in the spirit how many of you know some of your best prayer time is when you couldn't say nothing but the spirit took over and out of nowhere, the Lord just showed up and tears ran down your eye down your cheek and the Lord let you know it was gonna be all right I'm here to tell you today God is God is with you but that wolf wolf don't mean you no good you've got to understand something about yourself and the place that you're at right now in spite of what you may be feeling and what you may be struggling with your life still has tremendous value tremendous value to God as his child but then tremendous value to Satan as an object of destruction and so John through the leading of the Holy Spirit he writes about the shepherd the sheep and the wolf and so the point that I want to make here about your life in parallel to that of the sheep the value of a sheep is two parts or twofold. The value of the sheep is anchored in its wool and is anchored in its life. Say with me, the value of a sheep is in its wool, in its physical life. So the thief, the wolf, Satan, he is strategic. He attacks a little at a time that's what a thief does a little at a time you don't realize something's gone when the thief is dealing with you until you go to get it and it's not there Robber on the hand he or she walks up and points the gun or whatever and say give it to me you know it's gone because they've just taken it but a thief will sneak in you don't realize that your spiritual life has been diminished until you call on Jesus and nothing happens. You don't realize that the thief has stolen something from you spiritually and your relationship with God until all the things that you used to do to feel God, you no longer feel him. Something about this analogy of a sheep, once the sheep has been sheared or its wool has been removed, sheep can still function. It can still say, ba. bah. It can still graze, but its external value has been diminished, but the life is still there because it's living. A sheep was not intended to be naked. How many go through life still living, but naked? It's a bad thing to go through life naked no covering no protection because the wolf the thief Satan knows if you continue to be naked you're going to feel the effects of not operating at 100 percent the elements and the trials and the environments of life will soon crash in on you and destroy you but those of us in Michigan we know something about nakedness in the winter times of the months in july you can go out with a t-shirt a pair of shorts you don't even have to have no shoes because the environment is conducive for your condition but the life environment is changing y'all because he's flexing and he's thinking i've won the door is open And the Bible said if a man comes in by any other door other than the door of Jesus, that that person or that strategy represents a thief and a robber. But we've got to look at how the world is crafted when you do wrong. Expecting a right outcome to bring back home what was done wrong in the first place. I don't think it's gonna be done right but those who have Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior is not gonna make sense how we gonna live can I tell you something it don't make sense now how we living cause based on what we got and what we've been through we shouldn't be where we at. but y'all look over your life and see where the Lord has brought you from it don't make sense but Saint Luke 137 says for with God nothing shall be impossible and if God took care of you yesterday he gonna take care of you today and he's gonna take care of you tomorrow for he has come that you might have life life More abundantly, we can't be shaken by the games people play. And it may not be like you like it to be right now, but can I tell you something? There may be some areas in your life where you feel naked right now. But in spite of the fact that you're not covered and that you're naked in some areas of your life, you need to thank God today that I'm still alive. The devil might have messed with my wool, but he couldn't touch my life. How many of y'all got that? testimony. He may have messed with this and messed with that and messed in the other, but in spite of all that I've been through and I might be going through right now, I still got my joy enclosed in my right mind, activity of my limbs. I'm myself together. I'm reuniting with Jesus and I got a feeling everything's already alright. Can somebody testify to somebody and tell somebody everything's already alright. I see myself in my future and I look much better than I do right now. God's got me turned around. God's got me on track. Uh, My mind is not set uh, on what I have on earth. But my mind is set that God is my keeper, that God is my waymaker. I may not know when the way's gonna be made, but one thing I do go that God's not going to leave me nor forsake me. Anybody feel like me, I know one thing God is not gonna leave me. No is he gonna forsake me. So it talks about when you enter in the Jesus way, you shall be saved, or you're gonna walk in salvation. As I looked at that process, salvation is a seven-step process. It's a seven-step process of provision, protection, and restoration. The word salvation means one rescue. And that's what the Lord is doing right now. He's rescuing. If you're out somewhere, you ain't got no business being. I want to let you know the Lord has you here this morning so that he can rescue you. God God is saying to us by our gathering today and by the praise that went forth in this place today. That you're in the right place at the right time. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It just matters you're in the right place at the right time. Because rescue don't take place in a pretty place. But rescue takes place when it looks like you're about to lose your life. And I want to tell some. Today, You are not losing your life nor are you losing your mind nor are you losing anything else. The Lord is here to rescue you. Say step one rescue. Then deliverance. Step two is deliverance in the salvation process. That speaks for itself. I believe the Lord is getting ready to deliver us from things that's been bothering us some of us all of our lives sometimes it seems like you get so far in life and you think you're ready to go and then the devil brings something back up in your life that happened to you in the third grade come on y'all something devastating I mean he go way back when he look here y'all you can tell you on your way to being what God wants you to be when the devil got to go back 20 and 30 years and bring stuff up from 20 and 30 years that mean he and tried everything to stop you. Now he's gonna go back and try to get what he think he got on you. But I'm here to tell somebody that the devil is a liar and the devil is a deceiver. You can go back to my birthday. I don't care how far you go back. I know me and God is on the right track this time. Tell somebody I'm on the right track now. Soundness. It's another dynamic of salvation. Just, you ain't gonna be so crazy in the head no more. Soundness, soundness, where stuff don't bother you, soundness. What's soundness? To know that no weapon, when it is formed or I see it forming, it's gonna prosper. soundness to know that this may be going on and yet though they slay me, yet, well, come on, come on, how many been slayed in the last three or four months but you still been giving God praise? How many of y'all been messed with in the last year? But in spite of being messed with, you've been determined. How many of y'all know that I'm determined to walk with Jesus? Yes, I am. Through hard trials, tribulation, persecution. I'm de- After the Lord rescues you and gets your head right and settles you, then he says, I'm going to seal you or preserve you. Preserve you. You know yourself, the jelly ain't the jelly. I'm talking about that down south jelly, ain't the jelly. Till you take that topping, twist it on it, and then it said, make a noise. You know that jelly's preserved. Woo, y'all don't hear me. The Lord preserved you this morning Because your praise popped this morning Y'all had that kind of popping praise this morning That kind of popping praise to say I know the Lord ain't bought me this far Pop I know God is good all the time And all the time God is good Pop You don't know me like you think you know me Pop You may have messed over here last week But I ain't going nowhere Pop You may have lied on me you may have talked about me, Pop. How many know God can seal you and you don't handle or react like you used to? Preserving you. Then he says, You're ready for prosperity. Then you're ready for happiness. And then you're ready for well being. Say with me rescue, deliverance, soundness, preserve you. Prosperity. Happiness, well-being. But you've got to complete the process. You can't you, you can't walk into and think you're ready to go again.
0: Thank you for listening to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ USA where our senior pastor is Bishop Dennis J. McMurray and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our First Lady. It is our prayer that you've been moved by the Word of God. We welcome you to join us at 33rd Street, Southeast Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49508. Be prepared to attend Sunday school at 9 a.m. in the Family Life Center and our Sunday morning worship service at 1030 a.m. We also invite you to attend our midweek worship opportunities on Wednesday afternoon, 12 noon, in the chapel, and Thursday at 645 p.m. in the Family Life Center. Feel free to call us at 616-243-0991. Also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for joining Victory in the Word. And until next time, walk in victory.